you're the one who should kick off those conversations and essentially narrow down the scope so much that can you pick the one thing in this presentation I can fix or this is the story playing in my mind can you tell me what I can work on etc rather than sitting back because I doubt an exec is ever going to have the chance to sit you down for 30 minutes Welcome to Startup Jobs, a podcast where we explore all the different jobs inside a tech startup. What exactly are they and what have we learned from scaling jobs from the inside? While a lot of other startup content focuses on the founder, the investor or specific area like marketing, this show is about your personal and career growth journey in whatever startup job is best for you. Yeah, exactly, Maddie. This show is about you. We want you to be the very best that you can be. Maddie, Maddie. Mike, we're back. We're we back are. with another episode. Do you remember how we finished the last episode? We finished with what was most valuable here after learning about our ace and catching the yes, wagon. Yes, we did. But we, we did say that we would start the next episode with, with a beautiful something. ace. Oh, we did. We did. So, to do that. And for those who haven't listened to our last episode, definitely go back and listen so you know what I'm trying to do here. (laughs) Yes, but just real quick, let's give a little bit of a cheat code. What is ACE? Real quick, ACE is appreciate. It's it's what you start all of your meetings with uh, to ensure a fire meeting. A is for appreciate their time. C is for check their time. Yep. And E is for expectations or end goal. Perfect. Great. So I'm going to do that really quickly This is obviously not a meeting. This session. But we said, hey, let's 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 do it. Let's start this party with with an ACE. Maybe we'll do it every time now. So, Mike, really appreciate you taking the time today to record this podcast with me. Um, I know that not only you, but all execs are always smashed and incredibly busy. So the fact that you're taking your time to share some wisdom with myself and our follower base is, yeah, really appreciated. Oh, so man, thank feel, you. Oh, the inside, the, 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 the warmth, I'm feeling it. I like that we get to look to, into each other's eyes when I say that oh, as exactly. well. <laughs> uh, so I just wanted to check, I've got to get to the airport in 24 minutes. So mm. wanted to make sure that um, you're right to hang until 3.20. I do have a hard stop. Did you have a hard stop or did you need to jump off early? Uh, I was hoping for quarter past, so... Let's, uh, let's do that, but I can go to 20 past if need be. Let's Great. Do it. Awesome. Yeah, reason I asked that is just so we can manage the episode, so I'll make sure that I'm not doing it alone for the last five minutes. Nice. <laughs> and in terms of <laughs> expectations for this podcast, I've sort of got four key goals and things that I want to get out of Ooh, this podcast and okay. this session. So firstly, I want to understand what an executive wants, um, what an executive wants out of myself and what I deliver. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, I want to understand why at times... I might feel like you're micromanaging me versus at times you're really distanced (laughs) and I might not hear from you for a week or two. I want to understand what that means Mm. in your world. Thirdly, I want to understand how you approach feedback so that I know if I'm doing a good job or conversely I'm not doing a good job and Mm. what I should fix. And fourthly, I want to know how I should be sharing my work with you Mm. to maximise that feedback and do a good job and get your input. Shit, yeah. Four How points. was my ace? That was uh, 9.8 out of 10. Wow. Yeah, was, I've come so far from <laughs> half an hour ago. <laughs> that's solid. Nice. Um, so with that. Out of interest, you had to put effort into that, right? You couldn't, yeah. wing, you couldn't wing that. No, I couldn't. I just made us stop for no, a minute I before mean, we hit both record. Both you and I are, are pretty good shooting from the hip in terms of 
speaking or even, you know, public presenting or what have mm. you. That's sort of um, one of the fortunate things that we're both pretty good at. One of the things that I've found is when you're pretty good at shooting from the hip, you tend to prep less because you're like, oh, I can sure. like wing it. Yeah, I'll be okay. But you cannot wing the ace. Yes, yeah. And that's it, where the fluff and waffling comes yeah, in. Yeah, and it, look, even if even if it's just three, five minutes. Um, mm. But yeah, there's not a single external meeting that I don't do that with, starting with the end goal. Cool. Well, let, we're going to be able to hit that end goal in 22 minutes. Let's go. We're going to manage time well. All right, so firstly... Uh, the topic here is what is the exec one? Mm. I think I might pass that to you in understanding what, yeah, what, what does an exec want from their staff and results and what are you looking for to mm. be impressed and happy with their performance? So maybe let, like start with what we shouldn't want or what I shouldn't want, which is being unreasonable in expectations, right? Okay. So to use your very current situation is we put you in a customer facing role you've been doing it for two months you haven't had you know a long history with doing that before <laughs> um so you know i'm not going to expect or want you to do things that is unreasonable relative to you know that um, okay and so i think that's one thing that people get tripped up on is that they in their mind are like oh you hired me for this role yep and this role needs to do these things and like, oh shit, like Mike or that exec must think that I'm not doing well because I'm not doing yep. that. So like I would say you can you can dial that down um, okay. because there is going to be a, yeah, I get it, like you're, you're ramping, like you're learning. Um, so look, this is going to be like just all the usual stuff, right? Like um, follow through, which we've talked about, mm-hmm. like be clear about like risks um, and what – what I'd say the, the main thing looking for is like how quickly are you going up like an S curve and how yep. quickly are you taking on feedback and how well are you taking the initiative um, yep. to be able to get to the results? Because like ultimately we don't pay people per hour. We pay mm. people for outcomes. Yes. And so we've had people that have been wildly unsuccessful but have honestly worked way too much like yeah, work sure. 60 80 hour weeks sure and they think and they really care yes um, but putting in like a massive effort doesn't matter like it's ultimately the impact yeah and so i think what an exec wants is you're constantly going back to what does it mean for me to be successful in this role and mm-hmm. if you don't have that clearly spelt out which is pretty normal in a startup sometimes mm. it's moving so quickly it's not spelt out yeah then i think you want to get clarity on what that is and then you, you kind of want to go back to that um you know, on a daily basis and go, okay, I'm really going to be successful in this role if I've done this, if, if I had that renewal, if I've done that. Yep. And then you're kind of working backwards to have I got all the puzzle pieces? Am I working on the highest impact items to get to that? Um, and I'm, am I clear about it? Am I clear about my asks? Am I getting the right updates? And am I progressing towards that? And if there's areas where I'm not progressing to it, you know, yeah, am I asking for the support and the help? So um, not a short answer to what mm. we want. But um, like ultimately it's answered in the the results and the outcomes for that role. Yeah, cool, great. So if we could distill it, it's essentially the exec wants you to hit the outcomes you're responsible for. Yes. And under the hood there's a whole bunch there around sharing risk, sharing progress, flagging issues, but it's hit the outcome. 100%. And that's all execs care about. Not all, but that's the number one thing. 100%. (laughs) Great. So now that that's clear for me – 
I want to understand how that might, how the relationship and day-to-day time and, yeah, like interactions that we might have mm. sort of looks. So I guess, you know, if someone asked me how much time do you spend with your boss or with Mike a week, I, I would say it varies. It depends what's going on and what's on in his world and my world. Yep. But, yeah, so at times it might feel like you're incredibly close I don't think you're a micromanager, but that was the term you used. No, but, but it, it feels it, it like the, gets intense. It's intense. It's like send me this email with a you know five hours to review it before you flick it off to the customer. Um, yeah, run me through your ace and let's spend ten minutes on unpacking that. Yep. Um, let me join your customer call so I can watch this happen. Yep. Like it's it's close, really close, and ready to give that feedback. Versus other times, it could be five days and we actually haven't spent any time. Yep. Um, in, in any meetings or one-on-one meetings. And so, yeah, I guess why sometimes are you really close and micromanage you type yep. um, riding on our tails versus other times you're distant and, yeah, not as close to our world or our customers. <laughs> Sounds like a question what? my psychologist would ask yeah. me. Um, why are you sometimes really intense and other times really distant? <laughs> um, right. So there's... Again, it's like a big, like it depends, but in its most simplistic form, if you're doing a high impact task or a high impact thing, which is organizing a presentation for a conference that's going to have, yep. you know, 100 people there or you're chatting with a key person at a customer and doing a demo like for one of our new products and like we really need to ensure that we, you know, nail it or whatever it may be. Um, the higher the stakes, the more important it is that basically I'm thinking how confident am I that this person is going to like nail it with no input. Yep. And when we first start working with each other, if you haven't done that thing many times before, if I haven't seen the person just like completely yeah. nail it out of the gate, then I will spend the time... Um, which will feel intense and will feel micromanage you, like down to the point of, yeah, like send me the email that you're going to send that person yep. like for me to review the draft beforehand and then I may mark it up and it's a sea of red of like mm. markup. Um, and it's like, whoa, that's like intense, right? Now, the reason is, is hopefully also part of that process I'm explaining and teaching what it is that I'm doing and like yes. why is it, right? Like even like when I um, sort of, tore apart your ace i explained like why right yeah um and then what happens is i then see you do that then a couple of times and then okay I, like i loosen the t- kite strings mm. and then like you've done it a couple of times and then i'm kind of like stop sending me these fucking emails beforehand for me to review like you're, you're fine to do that on your yeah. own yeah so sure. like ben shout out to ben um Go ben. you know like he uh he's getting a free legal degree as if mine right now like <laughs> sending you know customers addendums and we're converting some customers to MSAs and master service agreement topic for another day but you know he, he'd never had any exposure to any of that before and we had a really important yeah, right. uh, customer that had to go to an MSA um, and like the, the, the world of like legals and, and like legal agreements um, can feel like really scary when you've never been sure. there before right yeah. and so I got him to make some changes and what have you um, and man there's no way that I'm just letting him do that and then send that off to the customer. Right? Yeah. So I was like, send that to me beforehand. <laughs> yeah. You know, I then mark it up. I explain. We go back and forth. And we probably spent like 50 minutes on a call over like a handful of sentences. Yeah, right. But I'm teaching him. Yeah. I'm explaining. Yeah, great. And then the next one that he sent me, like 
again, shout out Ben. Like it was like 70, 80% like good to go. Like I yeah, made wow. some minor tweaks, what have you. Awesome. And then the next one, which I got this morning actually, I was like, dude, you don't even need to bounce this one off me. Like that's bang on, like away you go, right? Love it. And so what will end up happening is I'll become distant yeah. when yeah. I feel that person has got that thing under control. Yep. Um, and then the other times where if someone has got that thing under control or they've got the area of expertise, well, then I'm just – I'm riding in closely and then ideally what I'm doing is I'm coaching. So, I'm like, hey, what, like, hey, like we're trying to get this thing done. Like there's something missing. You know, can you see what that is? And then I'm trying to help them find the aha moment to maybe what it is that I can see. Right. But sometimes yep. for junior people early on, there is a bit of doing on my side because mm-hmm. you sort of can't – you kind of can't coach them to the aha moment because they haven't seen it before and they sure. can't quite find it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that sort of is the – the, the, the reason why it will feel a bit micromanaging when you work closely with a founder or a, an, an exec early on. Now, there is a role to play when that person isn't letting go. And I would say like early in my founding career, um, I definitely had difficulties in letting go, which is pretty normal for most company yeah. Yeah, right. CEOs and founders because, you know, they've run everything. They yeah. highly opinionated is how everything should look. And then yes. all of a sudden you hire people to do some of these things and they're never going to do it exactly. I mean, it's just that is the human situation someone's never going to do it exactly as you want right and so there is a role where sometimes you can push back and go like are we talking about form or are we talking about function here like if we're talking about function is it getting like the outcome that you want and i've just chosen a different color purple yeah than your sure. preferred blue like if yeah. it's form it kind of doesn't matter um and then you can start pushing back and saying hey like you know i think i've got this from here or uh, what have you so yeah like if the founder or the exec that you're working with doesn't make the transition from intense to loosening the kite strings. I've, I've actually really enjoyed when people have said, hey, like I think you can loosen the kite strings yeah. here and actually ask for that permission. Yes. And then say, hey, if you don't feel comfortable, like we're spending you know another 30 minutes on this thing, yeah. like what would it take for me to be able to do this without yeah. you needing to jump on a meeting to make sure that it's okay? And then you can figure out what that is. So, yeah, you definitely want to also take a place of ownership yeah. to be able to get to the um, the place where distance not the right word, but um, uh, they're more more removed and, and allow full empowerment is probably the better way of describing it. Yeah, that's great. I'd be interested just quickly to understand how sometimes that's looked when people have asked for the, like, am I off my training wheels kind mm. of request because I think – that that's a good. I mean, the next thing I want to ask you is about how feedback works. Maybe we could put it in there. Yeah. But yeah, is it, um, you know, like execs might not have a heap of time to give feedback, but is it being proactive and asking, look, you've you've been pretty close to this so far. Am I good to go at this alone? Yeah. If not, call out the things I'm still struggling on. Like, yes. how have you seen that done well or poorly? What do you look for? And um, yeah, so let's unpack that. And I, I think one of the things that I've really liked and respected is that. You know, I, I sort of got the um, uh, I got the perfectionist bug right, and I think I, we did an episode on on um, perfectionism, and often it's worn as a badge of honour. Um, sure, but I had yeah. to go through recovering perfectionism, <laughs> and you know, you'll quickly realise when you're working with a perfectionist exec because all of a sudden you're just into the fucking weeds over yeah. some minutia that just really does not matter relative to the impact. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to like even be able to snap out of that. So I've always found it really helpful when someone's like, hey, let's zoom out for a moment. I'm successful in this role if, you know, the customer agrees to blah, blah, blah project. Like we've now just spent 10 minutes on finessing how big the logo should be. This is obviously a bad example. (laughs) Um, But does that really matter now? Yeah. Like have we got everything we need here to be able to get that project goal done? 
And then that's a good way of going, oh, actually, yeah, okay. And so like to link that to feedback, like I I think feedback is uh, always good when it goes back to what it is that we want, right, which is that kind of end goal. And so like Mm. connecting it back to that end goal and go, here's my plan or this is what I'm doing or like this is what I've done. Um, Is this the right approach to this goal? And what other feedback do you have that I could either be doing differently or better to be able to get to that goal? Um, yep. So I think you all want to be as specific as you can in the feedback asks as opposed to very sort of generic like, hey, how was that? You sort of want to be like, hey, Mike, if you were to – this is the, you know, the deck that I prepared for this meeting. The goal of the meeting is this. If you could just change one thing that I'm missing, mm. like what would that be? Cool. So like yeah. constraining the feedback. Really specific, yep. What would be the most – impactful thing that I could change in this deck to maximize our chances of this outcome or this goal. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Great. Great. Uh, and another part of, Oh, actually just like another subset of that is, uh, like execs having time to give appreciation and praise to their direct reports. (laughs) Let's just have a quick note on that because I think, um, yeah, I can also, when, when you're sort of talking about the, the distant mode where you've trusted them to take the training wheels off or loosen the kite strings. Uh, potentially you're not having yet yeah, a heap of visibility over their work, opportunity to say, yeah, looks great, good to go, good work, whatever. They're mm. just sort of like off and, and delivering results. Uh, and, yeah, like it might just come with time as they get used to operating that you no longer need to get or you're just like forget you're busy, right? You're too busy to give praise and appreciation. And so, yeah, maybe it only comes at certain points when huge big deals are won or whatever it might be. Mm. What's sort of your quick perspective of, yeah, when execs actually have time to take take a moment to give appreciation and how much should you just acknowledge your, I don't know, doing a good job and doing it otherwise? Mm. Yeah, it is a good question, isn't it? I mean, there's just something that's so instinctual in us that we want, you know. We just We're, we're all it. puppy dogs on yeah. the inside. We want the, we want the pats on the back. Yes. And, um, you know, we, we all turn into inner children of wanting to um, have mum and dad's attention and approval and, <laughs> that, yeah. you know, oddly, you know, does filter into the, the workplace. Um, so I think there's a, there's a couple of ways of doing it and this links into the radical transparency. So, one, I mean, I had two conversations yesterday um, and... I won't like tell the specifics, but I will just sort of publicly shout out Nonny and, and M. And they both had a conversation with me separately where early on in the chat, they're like, hey, I've kind of got this like story in my head that, um, you know, blah. And I'll just say something that they didn't say, but they were kind of like, hey, I've got this story in my head that I'm not quite nailing this financial model the way that you were expecting. Like that's actually sure. nothing that yeah. what either one of them mentioned, but just to kind of respect their um, privacy around what have you. And I found that really, really helpful because it was like, okay, like here's, I suppose like an inner insecurity that yep. they're unsure of whether they're nailing it or they're not quite too sure whether I think that they're either doing a good job in an area or what have you. And they didn't do it in a way which is like, you know, that kind of classroom, like, oh, my drawing's so crap. (laughs) (laughs) So then you're like, no, it's really good. You really are good at drawing, Maddie. It it wasn't done like that. It was done in this like, hey, I've just got this thing in the back of my head that like I'm I'm just like kind of like help sanity check whether this is on the right like track or whether this is – sort of up to scratch or whether this is still going to get us the outcomes or, or what have you. And so I find that a really 
helpful approach where because I suppose I don't know the talk track that's in someone's head and yeah the times that I give appreciation can either be it can feel random because it's just what I'm exposed to at that particular moment sure how much is like do I even have the ability to fully appreciate um you know what was done or like the unlock I mean obviously the most external ones are, are very clear like when you know you've you know updated an app and it's now 50% 50% faster and it's yes. like, hey, great yeah. job, Ollie. Like, you know, you rocked at that thing, right? Like, um, so those things are easier, but um, those other bits of like feedback. So I think that's probably a good way of like asking for it. Yeah. And then I think using those one-on-one times, you know, with your boss like becomes really important. Mm. And it's also like fine if it happens on a regular basis. If you can like, you're like, hey, just want to take us back to like, I'm really, really keen to you know, progress to, you know, blah, 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 or I'm really keen to make sure that I'm successful in hitting this in the, you know, role. Like, you know, overall, how's it, you know, how do you think that I'm, you know, tracking on this and like, da, da, da. So again, you can kind of get quite specific about like those bits of feedback. But yeah, I think for busy founders and execs that you work closely with, yeah, that the pats on the back will feel potentially a bit random, but there's no reason why you can't expose some of your inner, like, hey, I'm not too sure if I'm completely nailing this thing. Yeah. Look, the reason people don't like doing that is because like what if I say, yeah, like actually sure. you're kind of not. Yeah. But I'm a big believer of you would rather know that. Yes. And then know what it is that you can do to correct it now. Totally, yeah. And to not know that and then in six months' time it hurts a lot more. And for whatever reason that founder or that manager may not have prioritised going on the front foot to tell you because it may not have been be a big priority may not be a big thing in the overall scheme of things but you'll accelerate which is what this show is all about right like accelerating your personal growth and your career but that could be a totally total accelerant by exposing yourself to kind of go okay like if i'm not nailing this you know i'm I'm completely ready for that bit of feedback um but it's what's going to help me go on the fastest learning journey here yeah yeah amazing and i think that as we've discussed in previous uh episodes probably best bit of advice there is kind of that ownership mindset towards seeking feedback if you report to an exec you're the one who should kick off those conversations and essentially narrow down the scope so much that can you pick the one thing in this presentation I can fix or this is the story playing in my mind can you tell me what I can work on etc rather than sitting back because I doubt an exec is ever going to have the chance to sit you down for 30 minutes and run you through a nice presentation of areas you can work on exactly and I think and and, and, you know that it can be like with your direct boss or it could be like yeah, and, and there may be something you're you're in a particular meeting, and that person when you when you gave your little project update for two minutes, that person seemed to tune out and give you like body language that made them made you feel like, you know, what you did was shit. As an example, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's nothing stopping you like when the time's right, like just catching the person going, hey, like I just noticed when I was in that session, like I was giving the update, like my perspective was that you kind of tuned out a bit there like it's totally fine if like I didn't nail it like Mm. my goal is to really give clear great updates on the project so you're across it yeah and you may have had something else urgent I know it's a bit of a weird question but can I just ask you know did I did I land that the way that you were expecting was it something that I could have done differently Um, yeah and yeah like it feels a bit awkward but back to the awkward conversations you're going to learn so much from that if the COO turns to you and go, yeah, actually, like, you waffled for five minutes and I didn't understand what you were saying. Yeah. Fuck, wouldn't you prefer knowing that? Totally, and yes. Like, <laughs> and them saying, okay, well, I, 
and then you say, okay, well, whew, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I just thought I was okay at that. Like, you know, what would good look like? Like, yes. could you point me to something? Is there a book that I could read? Is there a thing? You know, yeah. and then, yeah, like that's, that's ultimately what it, what it's about. Yeah. Great. Great. Uh, conscious of time, Mike, and mm, I do, do really respect <laughs> respect your time. Two so, in yeah, with the two minutes we've got left, the last sort of point that I wanted to cover off is uh, how should I or others share work with an exec? Mm. What's the best way to keep you across projects and work uh, with the right amount of detail, the right amount of risks? How do you like um, yeah our work to be shared with you? Mm. What, what is it not? <laughs> uh, what do you think it's not? It's definitely not the detail and asking for decisions that I'm empowered to make. It's mm-hmm. asking you only the, de- the, de- the decisions that are solely your decisions to make. Um, so, yeah, it's not a crazy detailed million asks that I could have done myself. Mm-hmm. And it's also not just a mess where you have to spend 30 minutes breaking everything apart and getting your head around things before you can even get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's definitely not. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you'd like to receive any of those things. Yeah. yeah, and it's also not a picture of rainbow and sunshine. Yes. It's like a realistic picture of where risks that's and good. could land. And it's also not your place to kind of like prove to you to prove to that person how busy you are. Yeah, right? and Which, how hard you've worked. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like, like – 18 bullet points of what I've done this week is better than three as an example, which is often. Sure. So it's not any of those things. Yeah, I mean, like ultimately it comes back down to outcomes. So, um, hey, this week, like, you know, as a reminder, like the goal for me or the, my, you know, team is to hit this. This is what we did. Like overall we're tracking green uh, for yep. these reasons. Um, there's some risk in this thing. Like this is what happened this week, you know, potentially good to get your feedback on blah like we're going to cover it on Wednesday like in short the answer is share your work and regular snappy updates particularly with risks and progress yeah in a short weekly email is better than nothing and there is a part in our brain that says oh that feels like I'm sucking up or like I'm not doing real work I'm like summarizing work for the sake of but um if if people in the team and the organization like aren't clear on those like elements, th- then a they could spot risks, b they could help you, you know, yeah. c they could connect you to other things that are going on internally, and it's just impossible for humans to know everything, right? And so, yeah, sharing your work as you go um, is just a massive enabler for you to then be able to get the support. So yeah, I'm a big fan of the the punchy weekly summary, um, traffic lights, how are you going? handful of bullet points, anything that you need. And my favourite, Maddie, is the boomerang. But that is a topic for another day. Oh, yeah, it is. Can't wait for that episode. Thanks so much, Mike. Lots to learn from there. Safe travels, Maddie. Hey there. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Startup Jobs. This episode was made in collaboration with our friends at Early Work Academy, Australia's only tech sales bootcamp with a job guarantee. Applications are currently open for the next cohort and all of the details are in the show notes. And finally, if something resonated with you in today's episode, we're posting episodes like this every week, including CEO memos straight from Michael. The best way to get these episodes on the day is by hitting the follow button on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time.